Terabytes is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing on this show is advice, financial, tax, legal, any advice of any kind. And nothing we say is an inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Anything you invest in is at your own risk. Do your own research and consult with professionals. Welcome back to Terabytes. Now, it is bloody Sunday. We've had quite a few bloody days, quite a few bloody Sundays in the history of crypto. And uh, definitely if you were awake last night or uh, whatever your time zone is, but uh, early Sunday morning, UTC, Eastern Standard, and uh, Sunday night in Asia, there was quite a ruckus in the markets. The Bitcoin hash rate dipped significantly as there was a major like power outage in China and there was some additional FUD that came in and who knows how much of a role that played or whatever, some news uh, from various sources about various things. And once you scare the markets a little, if people are leveraged long, they're very bullish and they have uh, long positions on margin, then uh, they get liquidated. And since liquidation sells, there's just a cascade can happen. And so there was 10 billion dollars of liquidations over the past 24 hours. You could see that they're not all Bitcoin. Most altcoins suffered a good deal more with like 20% drops, things like that. That includes Luna, had a significant drop. Hopefully you all are doing okay. If you're playing on Anchor, you're using some money on Anchor Borrow, then make sure you stay in a good safe range. ETH dropping to sub 900 on a major DEX. Liquidations on ETH Ren, which wraps things onto a Ethereum like Ren BTC, and there's even Ren Luna. It's not it's not used very much, but Flash crashed to zero, and it's just quite quite an event. Now, other than the Luna price, how did things hold up? Anchor APY held up fine. Now I realize this isn't in like final form yet, but uh, holding at 20%, and also the UST stablecoin held at a dollar. Most of the stablecoins did all right. Some of them had a little bit of fluctuation. Tether in particular had a big fluctuation up because there was uh, selling into Tether or buying Tether going on with all the Binance liquidations, and then a rather sizable move down. So, uh, But stablecoins generally did fine, and UST as an algorithmic stablecoin, this was a bit of a test for it. Now, it wasn't a very high volume test, so uh, we'll we'll let it, as William said on Twitter, we'll let it earn its stripes in more high volume contexts in the future. Speaking of high volume, if you listen to this episode of The Defiant, it's, it's quite long. It's maybe a, a little under an hour where Doe is on. It's available on podcast platforms. And Doe mentions a bridge to transform USDT into UST and other stablecoins into UST, into Anchor. So you just deposit USDT, and hey, you're in Anchor Protocol, which of course uh, increases the usage of UST as well. Here's the clip. We actually have, uh, we're setting up Anchor contracts in each of the chains. So there's going to be a version of Anchor on Ethereum. There's going to be a version of Binance Smart Chain. There's going to be a version of Solana, and then so on and so forth. And then you, you would even be able to deposit in other stablecoins. Mm. So, for example, you'd be able to deposit in Tether, Circle, um, you know, even Dai. Uh, and then the idea is that, uh, you know, once a user deposits Tether, we're going to convert that into UST using Curve, and then that UST is going to be ferried over to the Terra blockchain, uh, such that it can be deposited into Anchor. And then same for Collateral as well. So it's going to be a blockchain native experience, regardless of uh, where you might be playing around with this. A little bit more on Anchor. Mobile access apparently coming. 
I was in Telegram with somebody who uh, was out for for a swim and then came back and their position was at liquidation threshold and they they rushed to, I mean, nobody liquidated them, but they they rushed to cover their position. And so uh, here's Dan G asking if uh, there is a way to access this on mobile, Anchor, and it's in the works, Doe says. I don't know what form that'll take, but uh, we do definitely need more robust mobile solutions. I would really like to see ledger bluetooth on mobile support that is something that is really not seen very often the ledger live app has it a couple of other places have it Um, a couple of websites actually can can uh, can get it on bluetooth on some devices but being able to use that would allow you to have your ledger and have mobile access i don't know if that's on the roadmap or not And then again, additional safety things. We've heard talked about ozone and Chris points out if there was some form of insurance for UST, adoption would be faster. And uh, Doe says, give me one week. Uh, Might be an overestimation, who knows, but at least news we can expect in a week regarding ozone and stablecoin insurance. Very interesting aspect of this whole thing, the idea of uh, stablecoin insurance on the algo stablecoin or maybe deposit insurance in Anchor. Now, I know we're all thinking about the blood and Blood Sunday and the Red Sea and what to do in this circumstances, but a lot happened in this week before then. Pylon Protocol was announced. Again, we have another StarCraft reference. Surprise, surprise. And what is Pylon? Well, it comes from a proposal Doe had about sustainable funding, a launch pad on Anchor, sustainable fundraising, rather. A new Terra project, here's the unreliable narrator, who, in my experience, is quite reliable. New Terra project and platform to pay for services and project funding launch pad with AUST interest. Again, AUST is that asset you get when you deposit UST into Anchor, and it is a yielding asset. It's the rights to an increasingly growing UST position. So essentially paying for services for free, I mean, unless you count inflation against you, by depositing UST and the ability to withdraw your full deposit in the future. So your interest pays for things. In addition, this allows you to have fundraising that's not just a a huge upfront sum, and then there's no incentive to deliver, but uh, continually streams an amount to the project you're supporting, to the company you're supporting, to the product, whatever you're supporting. Very exciting idea, Pylon Protocol coming out. I'm sure there's going to be an airdrop. Speaking of other protocols, Nebula, we know there's going to be an airdrop for that for Luna Stakers. Minor updates, thanks to Crypto DeFi posting this uh, here. Doe says, I'll finish this week. So there's another this week, Uh, but there's auditors as well doing their work to make sure they are reasonably sure that it is safe and that there are no uh, bugs that they can find in the Nebula protocol. So super excited about that. Again, Nebula, we've talked about it a lot. ETFs could be huge, not not just not just ETFs, but magical ETFs, (laughs) technological ETFs, algorithmic triggers in ETFs, lots of things that can be coming up here. Now, while we're on that, let's move over to Mirror. A lot happened in Mirror. Bloomberg actually mentioned Mirror this week, and uh, this is Doe getting quoted in Bloomberg Wealth, and he says that synthetic assets like tokenized stocks help people in financially disenfranchised regions or politically dislocated areas join in the wealth creation of global markets by circumventing onerous regulatory barriers. A user in Southeast Asia who cannot own Apple stock due to excessively high capital gains taxes on foreign equities, prohibitive capital controls, or a dearth of international brokerage avenues can tap into synthetic assets to gain price exposure. 
That ease of access has attracted plenty of interest, says Bloomberg. Back to Doe. The two leading synthetic asset protocols are Synthetics and Mirror Protocol, which cumulatively account for about $4.5 billion in total locked value, with the vast majority of that value confined to tokenized equities like major U.S. tech stocks. Both are growing at amazing rates. But we know that Doe isn't just excited about democratizing and opening access to these things, although that is an attractive piece of Mirror Protocol. It's also exciting that we'll be able to do all kinds of fascinating things like use M assets for collateral and earn more M assets on collateral of some other kind, right? Mars being uh, money markets with multiple collateral types, multiple deposit types, multiple interest types, you can earn more M stock on your stock which is uh, something that uh, isn't available generally right now. How do you earn more Apple stock if you have Apple stock? So th that kind of thing, and also just being able to use those things as, as anchor collateral and all kinds of other th ways that all these pieces can plug together. I know that that's what Doe is really excited about, but it's, you know, Bloomberg's not ready for that stuff yet. So speaking of Mirror, we tried to do a giveaway to promote. This was a kind of an experiment. The giveaway will happen. We'll, we'll get Luna to everybody. Pantera and I are gonna pick live who receives the Luna for that giveaway and the t-shirts from Luna Loot C. And uh, thanks to both ProVision and Pantera for hopping in and adding more so that this isn't just a five Luna giveaway, but it was a 20 Luna giveaway. And if you wanna watch out for more giveaways, keep an eye on Terabytes Pod on Twitter. Anyway, giveaway, vote for ARC Genomics ETF. Mirror needs more assets or it's competing with nobody. Plus I personally want this ETF. Reply that you voted in five Luna goes to a random replier. That's now up to 20 for three different people and some t-shirts. But despite this, although we did see like a couple of uh, percentage points towards Quorum move quickly, despite this, it, it really, it didn't make it. It, uh, it didn't even get particularly close to Quorum. We had a special session on Friday. I'll talk more about that later, talking about mirror governance and the implications here that we only reached a certain amount towards the Quorum of 9.99%. This was, this was a bit disheartening for some. Some people felt like we're <laughs> harpooning the whales, you know, here with, uh, with deciding, you know, community, community come together and vote for this. Um, other people just really wanted access to the ETF, like myself. Other people wanted to see that we could uh, push, you know, more assets in on Mirror. Doe uh, says part of it seems to be a UX problem. Discussions need to be shown on the voting page. I think it goes quite a bit beyond that, Doe. I haven't said this here, but not just discussions, but it's it's unclear to people that you can vote for multiple proposals. It's unclear to people that you're not actually spending Mirror. There's a quite a barrier to, to listing a proposal, especially as more get rejected now. Who wants to pay the Mirror to list proposals? Uh, so we definitely could uh, work a little bit on the interface in the main governance page just to, just to provide more information for people who uh, want to vote. But he also adds that uh, slow governance, he thinks, is virtuous right now as adding new assets dilutes liquidity provider rewards. Um, maybe it does, but would liquidity move over? Is that okay? Um, would mirror price go up because of increased usage and so it balances out? But in any case, Doe says that version two will allow the addition of assets more quickly with less dilutive impact. Very interesting to see more details on that. We know V2 has been in the works for a long time and it's coming soon. Hopping over to the dev space, nice spike from 2,500 to 8,000 NPM downloads in the last two weeks. Now I know that I myself have downloaded this at least 
five times in the last week. So uh, this doesn't necessarily mean there's 8,000 new devs, but uh, it is a, a big spike in usage of Terra.js, which connects Terra frontends to Terra blockchains. When I say blockchains right now, that's just the main net, but also test nets and your local net. Although eventually, of course, we'll see more blockchains in the Terra ecosystem. Don't know if we've mentioned this before, but I think Doe has mentioned the idea that if a certain protocol gets huge, then it spins off on its own blockchain. And with IBC, it's still all interconnected to the Terra blockchain, to Columbus 5 or Columbus 10 or whatever it is then. And uh, other third parties, I, I think that some other community entities will come out and say, we're going to also be launching our own gaming side chain or whatever chain. And it's a, it's a Terra blockchain, but it's all plugged in. It's all still running on Terra. It's all still using UST and, and or whatever. It's all still airdropping, but for scalability and maybe governance interest reasons, right? Uh, we're doing this. We're going to actually have validators that are interested in the issues around our particular niche, say gaming, rather than uh, the core Luna validators, for example, and things like that, various advantages of having multiple chains. But anyway, this lets you connect to Terra blockchains. And this is possibly an anticipation for the DeFi Connected Hackathon. Mentioned it before, will mention it again, DeFi Connected at eventtornado1t.com. You can find it May 5th through 7th. Registration is still going. Idea posting is still open up for about another week until the deadline for posting ideas hits. And then after that, teams can form. So don't be scared if you don't have a team. Don't be scared if you don't have an idea. Go sign up for the hackathon. Your skills can be used. You'll meet great people. You'll make great connections. You'll have a great time. And maybe you'll build something great too. Pantera, a little bitter that he can't be developing for the hackathon, has nevertheless been doing some awesome design. <laughs> Look at this beer can. Terra Hackathon, May 5th through 7th, Delphi Digital Dark Logger. And this was actually an ad not for the hackathon itself, although it is a little bit of a free advertising there, but for an event we do every Friday. We have a happy hour, an insider chat in the Terabytes Telegram. Right now it's usually about 40, 50 people in there. Anyone can unmute themselves, although you definitely don't have to. There's no video. It's kind of a clubhouse experience in Telegram. And we're live there. Uh, talking about issues. Anyone can come and bring questions. We've got some great participation from amazing community members. Uh, I won't start naming them or I'll forget some, but uh, people that we'll definitely have on the show in the future. We're working on uh, trying to get some more Spanish language content since there is a vast number of Spanish-speaking Luna fans, all those that have at least stayed with us through bloody Sunday. Again, stay safe out there. If you don't understand, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If you don't understand liquidations, if you don't understand how all that works, don't play around with Anchor Borrow. If you want to use Anchor Borrow, you've got to make sure you know what's going on. And uh, this is not financial advice, but things often go lower in markets than you think they possibly can. But on the flip side, things often go higher than you think they ever can as well in markets. So we will be hoping for that. Join us Wednesday for live video. Join us Friday for happy hour. Participate in comments. Subscribe, rate, and review us. Help other people everywhere in crypto and beyond discover Terra by discovering Terabytes. Bytes.